everyone, and welcome to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single line from a single Fall Out Boy song, the podcast. I am James, one of your hosts. I am Aaron, one of your other hosts. And I am Tracy, your other other host. Uh, this is uh, a song that we have uh, already skipped one time in this in the <laughs> life of this show because we were waiting for this very week to do the electric version of the song Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner, the acoustic version of which was the third track on the acoustic EP, My Heart Will Always Be the B-Side to My Tongue. And it's very good. It's very, Mm -hmm. very good, yeah. I I think. I I really like the acoustic one. The only thing that I especially like better about this versus the acoustic is the drums on the Wear Me Like a Locket part. The bump, bump. Bump, 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 which they could only do with an acoustic guitar. I just feel like that part is really spiced up by the drums, but I agree, they're both very, very, very good. The title to the song is a reference to, I guess, uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, the climax of the movie Dirty Dancing? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, where uh, Johnny, played by Patrick Mm -hmm. Swayze, uh, tells um, Baby's dad, who I'm assuming is called Baby Daddy, uh, played by Jerry Orbach, well, um, that nobody puts baby in the corner is. because he is he has placed her in the corner, and I'm sure like that has that has plot co- significance in some in some way. That's right. You haven't seen, seen Dirty Dancing. Dancing. No. Yeah. So she. I mean, she's sitting in a literal corner. Like their table is in the corner, and right. she's in like the seat and in the her corner. Name is- Baby. She's called right. Baby in the movie. Yeah, her her real name's Frances. Everybody right. calls her Baby. She's treated in a way that is, you she know... She is babied. babied. She is babied, yeah. and her parents kind of always assume that she's... You know, her, her older sister's got a lot more privileges and stuff. She right. is treated as the baby of the family, even right. though she is a grown-ass woman right. about to go off. I think about to go off to the Peace Corps. Mm. Um, oh, because it takes or place in like the sixties, right? It's yeah, maybe she. I've seen yeah, it. maybe she wants to join the Peace Corps after college, mm. and she's. I'm hoping yeah. eighteen because he's definitely an adult, and they do definitely have sex. Oh, um, uh, while you were while you were having uh, issues with uh, calling us back and whatever, Tracy told a delightful story about uh, <laughs> eighth, ninth grade Tracy at and friends uh, I can't, searching I'll for. No, I'll just tell it for you. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm just, just okay. I'll in, I'll intersperse comments. So no, no, no. Tell my story. No one, no one puts Tracy in the corner. Go ahead. Okay, so we were at a sleepover. It was me and my friends, and I can't remember how old we were, but like James said, it was like eighth or middle school, or like eighth grade or high school, somewhere in there, some one of those ranges. But there is a scene in Dirty Dancing. Yeah, they do the thing and whatever, and Patrick Swayze's getting out of bed, and we all found him very attractive because he was a very attractive man. <laughs> and um, so as he's getting out of bed, he's naked, and he pulls the covers off, and he, like, turns his body. So we went through the whole thing of, like, trying to pause it at exactly where he gets out to see if it showed anything, like butt or other parts. Right. And it wasn't. But you did see his fully nude side. So, like, you saw his side. Nice. Piece mm-hmm. parts. His little, you know, hip Hips, yeah, hip, nice. The hip, a hip, but yeah. So that was my delightful and charming story of us being super creepy. Was this on DVD? So this was on DVD. I'm assuming because this was DVD. the year 2008. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, yes. Why would, what was the what was the biggest effort uh, about pausing it on time? It was just how quickly he turned around. I think we were like, well, we were. It was a very quick scene or a very quick like flash of when he's getting out of bed. So going back and forth, like trying to like pause it, inspect the screen, you know, play it and then pause it and then like too much, you know, right. going back and forth trying to find that, you know, Swayze stuff. And because it, I'm assuming because it was filmed in I think the 80s. Um, the film quality was not as good, so when you pause it, it ends up just a little bit blurry. A little blurry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's I a had that problem memory. with now and then memory. trying to pause it to to see Devon Sawa's balls. You know, I was thinking about <laughs> Devon Sawa's balls, balls when uh, Tracy was talking about Patrick Swayze's ass. <laughs> um, I have never thought about that person's balls. Devon Sawa's. There's yeah. there's a scene in Now and Then where. He, they've been skinny dipping, and he's got oh. a towel, like a small towel wrapped around his waist, and he squats, like he's chasing after them, and he squats down to pick up his clothes. And if you pause it at just the right moment, it looks like you get a flash of his balls. He, the actor has gone on record saying that he was wearing like a little codpiece kind of thing. So oh, you're not actually okay. seeing his balls, you're seeing his codpiece. Tracy, gotcha. do you know who Devin Sawa is? No, okay. I don't know the name, but yeah. maybe I know the person. Oh, I don't uh, usually. Trying... I don't often know celebrity names unless they're have like you in a seen Idle Hands? No. Have you I seen? I think Casper? you would like Idle Hands. You would love Idle Hands. Yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, okay, the movie so with when Christina he goes Ricci. Human at the tail end. Yeah. I don't know who. No. The it's live action one time. with. Okay. The live action. Oh, with one... uh, Wednesday Adams. Yes. Yeah, Christina Ricci. Okay. I told you I don't know actor names. <laughs> yeah, so do you remember at the tail end when he goes human for like a oh, minute? That's okay. Devon yeah, Sawa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And Casper cool. came out right around the same time as Now and oh, Then. Okay. So basically okay. picture him, but, you know, his balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Casper's friendly balls. <laughs> Hey, Tracy, what's our lyric for today? Oh, so yeah, it's probably a good moment for that, huh? <laughs> I keep my jealousy close, because it's all mine. And if you say this makes you happy, then I'm not the only one lying. I keep my jealousy close, close. it's all mine. And if you say this makes you happy, then I'm not the only one. So last week, James told us the difference between jealousy and envy. Yes. Shall we refresh? I think we should refresh. Definitions? If you've decided to join us for Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner, but you skipped Sugar We're Going Down, first of all, you're very cool and hip, hipster and stuff. But uh, (laughs) so what we said last week, uh, what I said last week, um, and I don't don't have like a, a citation for this, but I read, I looked up the definitions of jealousy and envy. And jealousy is when you have something and you don't want others to take it. And envy is when someone else has something that you wish you had. Right. So in Sugar We're Going Down, he would have been envious of the relationship that he was watching through the slats in the closet door, real or metaphorical. Right, exactly. Whereas in this case, he has something... That he is presumably some, I mean, based on the other lyrics in this song, a 
a sexual relationship that's not really a relationship with this person. And he doesn't want anybody coming between them. And so I really love uh, I keep my jealousy close because it's all mine. Knowing what we (laughs) talked about, the (laughs) definition of jealousy, he's jealously clutching at his jealousy. He's like, no, mine. Don't take my jealousy. jealousy. Yeah. It's an extremely Pete Wentz Mm -hmm. mental image. Mm -hmm. So this lyric has always confused me. And I guess I've never, I mean, before this podcast, I haven't really deep (laughs) dove into, you know, Mm -hmm. lines from the songs. But, you know, you listen to it and you kind of idly think about it. But I've never really, I don't know, considered it and like, oh, what does this mean? Right. I guess, no, I have, and I've never come to a conclusion. So, so I'm just waffling now. Here's, my, here's, the, here's the crux of where the definition, uh, I've, either, I've either thought about it or I haven't thought about it. When he mm-hmm. says, and if you say this makes you happy, then I'm not the only one lying. Mm-hmm. If the this is the fact that he's just stated that he keeps his jealousy close because it's all mine, that's what I've always thought he was talking about. Yes, um, the too. genius annotation right. seemed to indicate that he's talking about this in terms of like the relationship that they have. Uh-huh. If you if you and if you say this thing that we're in this relationship that we have makes you happy, then I'm not the only one who's lying. I had never considered oh, that before, but I think that's stronger than anything I'd considered about him being like, I keep my jealousy close because it's all mine, and if you're cool with that, then we're both lying because I don't keep my jealousy close. Because I project it on everything and I tear down relationships and choke people and stuff. You know, the content of this song. (laughs) I had always taken the um, I'm not the only one lying to be not like I'm projecting my jealousy everywhere. But like, you know, I'm lying about like, you know, yeah, no, like he's keeping his jealousy close. And he's like, no, it's totally cool that you see other people. It's fine. Mm. It's totally like he keeps it close. Like he's not telling her that he is jealous of you know that that she's right interacting or interacting what a stupid way to phrase that self <laughs> how um, dare you interact with other men that, that she you know he he's <laughs> but like you know it, it, he's he's keeping it close play you know playing his cards close to his chest because he yep. doesn't want his partner to know that he is not happy with the open right. terms of their relationship or whatever, or the fact that they are sleeping together, but nothing more. Right. I just want to add, sort of ask a, a follow-up to that. It's So if you say this makes you happy, then I'm not the only one lying. So it, he's saying you aren't happy with it either? Well, so I, I had always taken... Th- the his part of the lying to be pretending that he's cool with the relationship the way it is. Right. When in fact, as he's just stated, he is quite jealous right. of all of her other paramours. Huh. And I had always thought the same thing as you, that he was saying, if me keeping my jealousy to myself like to myself makes you happy, then I guess we're both liars, right? Like, you know, oh, you pretend like you're happy that I'm not jealous. But really, I know that you want me to show jealousy because you want uh, to know that I yeah. you want to know that you mean something more to me. But I think uh, that your case of if you, you know, I'm lying about being totally cool with this. Right. And if you are, if you also are totally cool with this, then I guess we're both lying about being cool with right. this. Interesting. I can see a strong case either way. Yeah. 
So I think what always confused me is I never considered the definition of close to be secret. Like, um, mm. I'm like, what oh, do you okay. mean by keeping your jealousy close? Oh, like, okay. that I, I just never figured that out. But I also always thought that this meant the jealousy mm-hmm. and that they were lying about being happy about keeping the jealousy close. Right. So interesting, interesting. Okay. But I like I like the read of secret. Ah, oh, but ah. Oh. Now I want to think about the whole rest of the song <laughs> because it's always like there's a lot of things referenced in this lyric that are ambiguous, like the this. Right. Mm-hmm. If you say this makes you happy, I'm not the only one lying. Like, what are you lying about? You know, what it what is the this you're referring to? Yeah. It's interesting because he could have said, and if you say that makes mm. you happy. Yep. And that would be much more clear that we're talking about if you say that me keeping my jealousy close right. makes you happy. Right. But saying if this makes you happy, it is. It That could mean a number of things. Because this, it feels like, almost like there's a big hand gesture. Yeah. If you say this all makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I was waving my hands around right. in a big gesture. I think that came across in the vocals. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> if you say this. <laughs> yeah, you that put on wavy voice. Yeah. Just how Patrick sings it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wavy voice. Does Johnny from Dirty Dancing, is there another suitor for baby? Yes. Okay. So, oh yeah, he's w- a nasty, fancy, rich boy. Yeah, will you allow me to spoil the plot of Dirty Dancing for you slightly? Unless you, yeah, as long as you don't tell me what kind of dancing there is in it, then yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so Johnny has his dance partner, uh-huh. who I believe he used to have a romantic relationship with, but now they're just friends and dance partners, oh, and they're they both were cool still with that. In a romantic relationship. No, because when she gets pregnant and has to get the abortion, that's not Johnny's baby. That's what ba- <laughs> baby's dad assumes. <laughs> baby, so Penny, I think, is her name. Okay. She, Johnny mentions to baby that he has to take Penny to get an abortion, but they don't have the money for it. So baby goes to her own father and says, I need this money, but I can't tell you why. Wait, dad assumes her dad's a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Dad assumes that Johnny is the one who got baby pregnant or got uh, Penny pregnant. Johnny did not get Penny pregnant. The guy, the hotel, I think it's the hotel owner's son or nephew or something who is dating baby's big sister as well is the one who got Penny pregnant. Right? Yeah, it's like this whole weird. This is the side plot. Like this isn't even the main plot. There's also some guy who I think works for the hotel who is into baby and she's not into him yeah. at all. Mm. But he basically kind of gets he gets Johnny fired, doesn't he? Like you're I think so. you're in the way of me being with the girl that I want to be with, so I'm going to get you fired so that I yep. can have her. So I That's not how it works though, my dude, like Right. That'll right. Getting him fired doesn't make her want to date you more. <laughs> we'll make them so jealous. We'll make them hate us. We'll fire everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But also, part of that whole thing is that Penny ends up getting a back alley sort of abortion, yeah. and it goes really, really bad, so she's, like, really hurt. Yeah. So Baby goes to get her dad, who's a doctor, and then brings him even further into the situation. Yeah, and for, like, Johnny's antibiotics. Penny, and... Which makes the dad not like him or like him more. I can't remember which way that goes. Dad does not like Johnny. No. Yeah. But he, no, he dislikes him even more after that, I think. Yeah. Because 
Because he thinks that Johnny's the one who got her pregnant and then made her get this back alley abortion. Yeah. When he's not the one who got her pregnant, he didn't make her get an abortion. She chose to because she knew she couldn't have the other dude, like the other dude wasn't going to step up. Um, And and her entire career hinges, I mean, she's a dancer. Her career hinges on her not being pregnant and then a single mom. Right. But dad doesn't know that. He just knows that his daughter went to him for money so that her boyfriend's quote unquote girlfriend could get an abortion. And then it wasn't even a safe one. Yeah. Um, And it got her really sick. And yeah. Hmm. But back to the scene that this, uh, (laughs) the song title is referencing. So James, you watch this scene. Yeah. It's on the genius page. Patrick Swayze says, nobody puts baby in the corner. Did we talk about this in the podcast already? No, we did. No. Just at the very beginning, yeah. how um, okay. yeah, how she's literally sitting in like the corner seat, right? Okay. Like tucked into a corner, okay. and yeah. they're not letting I her do anything. And Johnny comes yeah. over, and he's basically like, "You're gonna dance with me in front of everyone." Because the whole the whole main plot is that because Penny is recovering from this botched surgery, she can't perform in the dance competition. Oh. So Baby learns yeah. the dance and performs it with Johnny. She doesn't do the lift. There's like a big, there's the lift that right, I'm sure you've famous, yeah, yeah. seen reference. I can yeah. feel you, ju- I can hear it in your voice. You I keep forgetting yeah. I'm not on video that I threw my, ar- yeah, I did. I threw my arms up in the air. Yeah. And so at the very end of the movie, he's like, he comes back. He's like, I don't care that I was fired. I always do the last dance of the season. I'm going to do the last dance of the season and you're going to do it with me because you deserve to have all that you've worked for recognized and for yes. your parents to see that you're not just, you know, the baby of the family. And so they yeah. do the dance, and then she does the lift, because mm. now she mm-hmm. trusts him enough to, to not drop her. And Johnny comes in while Baby's older sister is one of the performers, and the performance is bad. So Johnny, so like, bad. busts up the last performance, and then they go do their awesome, I've had the time of my life right. dance. Yeah. The song that would be written 20 years later. <laughs> <laughs> So a couple of things occurred to me just really quick. Uh, it's weird to have an abortion storyline in a story where the main character's name is Baby. I think that's really yep. an odd choice. Um, yep. Second, uh, I have heard in certain circles um, uh, sex referred to as uh, a baby dance if you are trying to get mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm, and yep. so in this movie, we watch uh, the baby dance. And that's something. Uh, and then also yep. dirty dancing is another thing for sex, I guess. But maybe it's just like grindy dancing mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it pretty much is just grindy dancing. Yeah. But w- yeah. I first saw dirty dancing at the beach. I was probably like eight. Yeah. And I remember asking, yeah. why is it called dirty dancing? Yeah. And my aunt just gave me some nothing answer about, well, look how sweaty they are. Right. Um, <laughs> this was the same aunt who, when I watched Hocus Pocus with her and asked what what's a virgin, she said it was someone who had never had a girlfriend before. Um, oh, that's so dangerous to tell kids those things, because then you're going to go to school and you're no. going to run around all sweaty and be like, look, I'm all dirty dancing. Yeah. I definitely thought virgin meant had never had a girlfriend until I was like Fourteen, and mm. I think the term like virginity happened to be tossed out in like sex ed class, and I was like, "Oh, Barbara fudged a little bit on her definition because I was like nine, and she didn't yeah. she didn't want to be the one to have the sex talk with right. me, which I get, but also 
Ask yeah. your parents would have also been an appropriate response. <laughs> right. So did you think it was uh, girlfriend specific, like only boys could be virgins, or it was you haven't dated anyone? I, th- I think I think I thought that it was, she probably said it's somebody who hasn't ever had a boyfriend or a okay. girlfriend okay. before. Gotcha. Um, um, I don't think I thought that only boys could be virgins. Right. Because in Hocus Pocus, I mean, the only person who's a virgin is the, is, is the boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think she probably said boyfriend or girlfriend, because I don't remember thinking that only boys could be virgins. Okay, good. Also, in the context of witchcraft, though, sacrificing a virgin means you're using virgin blood that hasn't been used for a ritual before, not a sexual. Right. You can fuck all you want. It's just don't have use. You can fuck as much as you want. I did not know that. You haven't already put your blood in a volcano. Right. I did not know that. So Meg Ryan in Joe vs. the Volcano could not be used for a second ritual. It's like double jeopardy, but with sacrifices. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. So do you think that this title is just, uh, hey, Dirty Dancing is cool, one. Do you think, two, it's, hey, remember Dirty Dancing? Here's another dancing song reference, because this is, we're on track four, and we've had, I think... Three out of the four have specifically... Well, uh, we're on track five. Three out of the five has spe- have specifically mentioned dancing as like a a thing that's going on in the song. Or yep. do you think that this has something specifically to do with the plot point of Nobody Puts Baby in the Corner? I do have a thought. Because if you think through, I mean, other lyrics in the song, mm. mm-hmm. the more I think about it, the more I'm like... This would actually be like a Dirty Dancing fan song. It really could be. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The relationship between Baby and Johnny is kept under wraps Mm -hmm. because he's not supposed to fraternize with the guests at the hotel Mm -hmm. and she's younger and her dad already doesn't approve of him. Like there are a lot of reasons why he Uh needs to be her best kept secret. Um, mm. And why it might perhaps be uh, the biggest mistake to to date him. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole scene about like le- lying in bed together, and mm. uh-huh. where you see the butt. He's always considered himself a failure, right? Uh-huh. Oh shit! This is a dirty dancing. This song, song is just. This song is just. This a song be- is the plot of Dirty Dancing. I yeah. Think. This this song is just the plot of Dirty Dancing. Do you think it is literally? The movie from, I would think, Johnny's perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's look at this specific lyric. I keep my jealousy close because it's all mine. And if you say this makes you happy, then I'm not the only one lying. So th- is this like when he's been fired? And is there, is, it doesn't ever seem like she's into hotel uh, bad guy. Is that true? She's not I at all. I don't think she is. I think her whole family is pushing her towards mm. that, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's played by the guy that has a really, like, dark eyelashes and dark eyebrows, right? Is it Billy Zane? Yeah, he's got, like, kind of a Weasley face. He's kind of hot, though, right? No, I think that was the guy the sister was dating was kind of hot. Oh, that, I think I can't remember the guy, oh, you know what? The guy the sister was dating was a waiter at the hotel. The guy who wants to date Baby Not a wait until marriage, though. <laughs> Sorry. True. Not the guy who the guy marriage. who wants to date baby, I feel like his name was Charles or something, but he is like the grandson of the hotel owner or the nephew of the hotel owner or something like that. So that's why he has sway over whether or not Johnny stays employed. Jennifer Grey was so freaking hot in this movie. She really like, was. Like she has such a unique face. 
Mm-hmm. Like, her hair is so cute. And they are just, like, a really hot couple. Even the very first verse of this song could be about dirty dancing from Johnny's perspective. Yeah. It really could be. Oh, like, my God. This really is just dirty dancing, but it, a follow-up voice song. I uh-huh. love the idea of Pete being like, crap, we need one more song for the album. We need one more song for the acoustic EP. What do I have? Hey, I'm going to put on Dirty Dancing. Okay, I I love that movie. I'm going to watch. I think I'll bring my notepad. And then he's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Scribble, scribble, scribble. I really do wonder if it was intended that way or if there are just a lot of parallels and that's why it made sense for this to be Uh the title. Right. Do you, let's take it one step further. Do you think there are any ways in which Pete relates to Johnny Mm. as a performer? Sees himself as a failure, probably. I Mm -hmm. mean, that kind of self-esteem shortcomings come up a lot in their songs. Yep. There's a class, seems like there's a class thing in Dirty Dancing. I think there's sort of always an unspoken class thing in Fall Out Boy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Baby's family is rich. Yeah. Yeah. Baby's family is very wealthy and they're staying at this fancy resort. And Johnny is the guy who teaches dance lessons. Hey, hand behind this pen, Penny. That might be a little bit of a stretch, but (laughs) it's not a bad stretch. But I do like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to say no, but I do like it. (laughs) I like the way you think, James. Fine, screw this game. I hate it. (laughs) All right, well, we have rung this song completely dry. I think we have. Okay, so now that we have solved the puzzle that is this song, Mm -hmm. um, we have social media. So come talk to us on Twitter about what, about how smart we are for figuring (laughs) this out. I mean, really. So I really, really, really want to talk to Pete about these lyrics like so badly. And I just want him to hear this and be like, you are so far off. (laughs) Or you are so spot on and no no one else has ever gotten this, including Patrick. I told him this was what it was. And he was like, no, dude. No, just no. <laughs> Let's call him. Let's call him right now. Patrick, Patrick. No, no, no. Hold on. Hang <laughs> Patrick, on. I'm going to put you on speaker. They figured out that it's about dirty dancing. Yeah, dude. It's about dirty dancing. It always has been. All right. I got to go. So if you want to come tell us how smart we are, you can do that on Twitter at thanks for the lyrics pod. But I want you to treat that uh, Twitter handle as though you're brewing coffee. You've got the coffee grounds, and you pour the water in, Hmm. and the delicious coffee that comes out is the consonants, and that's what you're going to keep. And the grounds that stay in that filter basket, that's the nasty Hmm. vowels that you don't want them anymore. They've served their purpose. You just get rid of them. Basically, I'm saying it's thanks for the lyrics pod, but with no vowels is is where I'm going with that. (laughs) I can be found on Twitter at unabashedly Aaron, which has lots of vowels and keep them all. (laughs) I can be found at Unabashed James, which has one less vowel and is uh, on Twitter. I can be found at a deals warlock, which contains three-fifths of the known vowels in the observable universe. There's a lot of, not many people know this. I spell, wa- I spell warlock with well, a U. Find me then, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> there are War-Luke. a lot of vowels out in the... Uh, unobservable universe you could be one of them 
you could be one of them if you just sign this thing and send me 50 $10 iTunes gift cards. You know what else is in the known universe? The oh, Scavengers wow. Network, who is so kind to host whatever this is on Twitter at ScavengersNet, on the internet at large at scavengersnetwork.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. We've got streaming going, I think, every single day of the week. It's great. Check it out. And also on Patreon at patreon.com slash thescavengersnetwork, where for $2 a month, you can get tons of bonus content, including bonus content from this show, little things that we cut out where sometimes we just go kind of off topic, things we cut out where we're like, hey, here's another lyric we really Mm want to discuss, but it's not the lyric we picked for this episode. Things where James and Tracy decide to talk about the music videos so that we don't Mm -hmm. have an hour-long episode talking about the song and the music video. Right. We're calling that Thanks for the Videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what we're calling that series. Thanks for the vids. Thanks for the vids. (laughs) Um, We did one for Dance Dance. Uh, We did one for for Sugar We're Going Down. And then the third music video that was made for this album was for um, A Little Less 16 Candles. And I definitely want to watch and talk about that one because it is a Mm -hmm. wild, wild ride. Um, I also really like um, mm-hmm. the scene, the scene, it's an arms race, the music video. I'd be fine keeping on going. Yeah, I need to continue to do this. Yeah. We'll have to do a whole separate thing for the Young Blood Chronicles for Save Rock and Roll. I yeah. Think. We'll talk yes, about that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, out. absolutely. We also, uh, for this album, are going to do uh, some bonus, like full bonus episodes um, for the bonus tracks. Uh, Snitches and Talkers, Get Stitches and Walkers, mm-hmm. still one of my all-time favorite Fall Out Boy titles as well as the music or the misery, which we'll talk about again uh, in next week's episode. We'll refer to it again in next week's episode. Mm -hmm. So that's on Patreon. So yeah, so for for two bucks a month, honestly, it's... I think it's well worth it. There's there's a lot of bonus content. And that's just, we've only talked about what this show produces. James and I produce stuff for our other shows. I know that a lot of other creators on the network produce a lot of bonus content. So it's, it's good stuff. And you should definitely consider if you have a little bit of extra cash throwing it at us. Yeah. But like, you know, yeah. virtually don't just like chuck at your computer. It probably yeah. won't get to us. Right. Or your phone. I don't know. Whatever you're listening to this on, probably your phone. We have poor hand-eye coordination, mm-hmm. so that's yes. not gonna that's not gonna fly. Hey Fallout Boy, thanks for the lyrics. Yo mate, get fucked in it. Nobody gets fucked in the corner. <laughs> That's good too. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community focused, treasured content. Hey, Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. (laughs) 